tonight. Um, keep it simple. Keep it simple. Go with me over to, uh, where do I want to start? Go with me over to Psalms. Psalms 37, our verse for the week. I hope you're memorizing verses. Many of these you may know. This is one of those that um, delight yourself in the Lord and He will give you the desires of your heart there in Psalm 37, 4. Keep it simple. You know, this Christian life... Last couple of Sundays, we've, we've, we had communion, and then this past Sunday, we're, we're just looking at, you know, God sees it, don't have to go there, you don't have to, you don't have to allow that stuff to go there. And, and you know, I think for most of us, we're trying, that's, that's a word I use a lot, we're not perfect, we're trying. Look at, look at Psalms 37, look at 3. Look at verse 3. Just the first part of it. Trust in the Lord and do good. Trust in the Lord and do good. Just, just trust in the Lord and do good. We wake up this morning and we see all that's going on. We see a shooting that's happened down in Wendy's. and um, We hear about other shootings, just, just madness. We see about the 17 missionaries there in Haiti. I was reading about them today. They were wanting, I, I was, had it on my list this past Sunday, but it didn't make it out. But y'all saw it. They want, what, $17 million ransom to let those 17 missionaries go. It's just, just meanness, absolute meanness. It's running rampant everywhere you turn. It's just... And what's the answer to it? What's the cause of it? We know that we live in a fallen world. We know that, that we don't have to go there. You don't have to go that far. Look at, look at 37 verse 1. Do not fret because of evildoers. Okay? It's easy to. It's easy to get discouraged. It's easy to get down. It's easy to get frustrated. Constantly the news. The news is always something bad. Um, it's always something frustrating and aggravating. Always something. Do not fret because of evildoers. Be not envious toward wrongdoers. For they will wither quickly like the grass and fade like the green herb. Trust in the Lord and do good. Just keep it simple. There's so much that, and I've said this a lot, there's so much that's out of our control. Governments, people, others, but me. I can control me. I, I can't control her. I can't control the kids. But I can control me. I can control my outburst of anger, which, you know, in my house, we don't... We don't fuss about a lot of things, but you know what we do fuss about? My mouth. I'm loud. It's the, it's the church's fault. It is. First church I was at, first church I was at was a little church and they didn't have a microphone. And the
watching it and listening. I cut my microphone off and I'm just screaming a little. So y'all stay there. Keep watching for just a second. She's like, no, not really. And she's quiet, and I'm loud. But I'm, I was singing that this morning. I was staff meeting yesterday. I was singing something. He's still working on me to make me what I ought to be. It took him just a week to make the moon and the stars. You remember that song? He's still working on us. He's still working on every single one of us. It doesn't matter who you are. He's still working on us. And, and, and evil... Men and imposters will grow from bad to worse, deceiving and being deceived you, however. You're going to have evildoers. They're going to be out there. They're going to be, they're going to be doing. They're going to be running rampant. What did God call people? Don't give them in. They just, they just do things. We, we wonder why the world's the way it is. It's just because they're lost. But I know Christ. And you know Christ. And He controls us. His Spirit controls us. His Spirit leads us and directs us. And we have to submit to it. Just keep reading. Let's, let's finish up. I think it go, well, let's go maybe to 6 or 7. Do not fret because of evildoers. Be not envious toward wrongdoers. For they will wither quickly like the grass. And fade like the green herb. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and cultivate faithfulness. Delight yourself in the Lord. And He will give you the desires of your heart. Do you hear that? This isn't name it and claim it. This isn't prosperity gospel. This isn't, hey, you want it? God, here, it ain't nothing to do with that. It's scripture to, Delight yourself in the Lord and He will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Connect it back up to verse 1. Do not fret because of evildoers. Be not, e be not envious toward wrongdoers for they will wither quickly like the grass and fade like the green herb. Trust in the Lord. And do good. Verse 5. Commit your way to the Lord. Commit your way to the Lord. Here I am God. You wake up. You reach over and you grab your phone. You read the headlines. You look or you get to work and you read in the paper. Do they still make papers? They're not good. You read the paper and... What do you read about? You read about the evildoers. You read about all the... I mean, you got to write about something. I mean, gossip sales, trash sales, junk sales. I mean, hey, 60-something people from Chapel Hill Baptist Church went out in nine different neighborhoods this past Sunday and passed out blue bags inviting everybody to church and sharing the gospel with everybody they can see. That's not going to make headlines. That's like next. But what fills it? Evildoers and wrongdoers and all that stuff. That's just going to happen. You commit yourself to the Lord. Delight in the Lord and He'll give you the desires of your heart.
We talk to him like that. Keep finishing up. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him and he will do it. This isn't naming and claiming. This is just reading the Bible. Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him and he will do it. He will bring forth your righteousness as the light and your judgment as the noonday. Here I am, Lord, in the center of all of this madness. Wasn't it Lot? Remember Lot? Remember Lot was tormented constantly by the madness that was around him. And God saved him and rescued him out of it. In the middle of all of this chaos, what is our focus on? What is our eyes on? What is our heart on? What is our commitment on? I got y'all watching out there in the real world, and I'd, but Jennifer and I had a conversation, just a brief conversation. It was really good over lunch this past Sunday when we were in there, and I'm walking around the tables, and we're talking about and You know, think about, and she brought this up, and I thought it was pretty cool. Think about those guys that are just, they're going down, the ship's going down, life's going down, the world's falling down around them because the sin of somebody who's down in the belly of the ship sound asleep. And what are these, what are these men doing? They're throwing out their stuff. They're throwing out their cargo. They're throwing out their, their suitcases. They're getting rid of the food. They're getting rid of everything that they are going to need. They're suffering because of him. Go there. We don't have to do that. Think, think about this. Think, think about. And she pointed this out, and I'm like, "That's that's interesting thought." God says, "Hey, I want you to get up, and I want you to go." Listen, church. There's so much you can't do. There's so much we can't control. Can't control governments. Can't control how others act. Can't control Democrats, Republicans. Can't control none of that stuff. But we got full reign over me. And you got full reign over you. Think about the people in Nineveh. God says, hey, their sin has come up to me. I want you to go to Nineveh and preach to them that they repent. And then what we're not given is a time frame. Scripture tells us facts, but what it doesn't always tell us is time frames. So think about this. His disobedience... Our disobedience, God wants us to do something. His disobedience, he was told to go to Nineveh. What are people in Nineveh doing? They're sinning and they're dying daily. He gives it a number. There's there's some 100 God tells him. He says, should I not have compassion on Nineveh, that great city in which there are more than 120,000 persons? How many of those people, from the moment Jonah got the word to go, and he made the decision to rebel, and he went into went and made the decision at night to, hey, I'm going to run in the total opposite direction of God, and he went and bought a ticket, and he went and he started sailing in the total opposite direction of God, and a fish comes up to the thing comes up, 
the bad weather comes up, a fish comes three days later, he spits him out, he's sitting there again, and the word of the Lord came to Jonah. Now the word of the Lord came to Jonah a second time, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and proclaim to it the proclamation which I'm going to tell you. People in Nineveh are dying. People in Nineveh are straight up dying while Jonah is over here disobeying. Consequences to disobedience. Jonah could care less. He goes home. He literally, you know, he had to go home, pack his bag, get his money, say, hey, hey, honey, I'm going on a trip. Where are you going? Far away. I'll be gone. How long are you going to be gone? For a while. We don't know the time frame, but during the time, people are dying. Just keep it simple. Do what he says do. If he convicts you to do it, then do it. If he says stop doing it, just stop doing it. If, 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 go over with me to Exodus. Exodus 20. You're like, Exodus 20? I remember that from, I remember Exodus 20. Ten Commandments. But remember Exodus 20, he's got the Ten Commandments, yes, but also remember Matthew 5, 6, 7, and 8. Where Jesus says, you heard that it was said, but I tell you this. Look, let's start in verse 1. Then God spoke of Exodus 20. Genesis, Exodus. Verse, chapter 20, verse 1. Then God spoke all these words to Words saying, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall have no other gods before me. Remember screen time a couple of weeks ago? You shall have no other gods before me. How much devotion, how much prayer time, how much study of God's Word, how much be still and know that I am God compared to screen time. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourself an idol. Of any likeness of what is in heaven or above or on the earth beneath or in the water under the earth. You shall not worship them or serve them for I the Lord your God. Listen to this church in 2021. God is jealous. God is jealous of your time. You're his. You should not worship them or serve them, for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children on the third and fourth generation of those who have me. We serve a jealous God. and I picked the phone because he's holding the phone. And, 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 and by the way, he's not scrolling Facebook. Here's what he says. Here's what he's doing. For I am the Lord your God, I'm a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children of the third and fourth generation. He's reading the Bible. In his defense. 
Guys, if we're not careful, we'll worship. Our, our families will become an idol. Our kids will become an idol. Our, our grandkids will become an idol. Our jobs will become an idol. Our school affiliations will come, become an idol. Imagine, just think about all the, stop and think about all the social justice and injustices that are done out there and all the different platforms and freedoms and religion, all these things. Imagine they're good. I mean, but what if we put much energy in our platform or that much energy in our soapbox and that much energy in our kids or that much energy in, in roll tides and war eagles and that much energy in, in food plots. There are men spend more time in the middle of God knows where planting a green field and more money on a stupid green field than they spend on missions and evangelism. And anything to do with Jesus whatsoever. In our soapbox. There ain't nobody going to get saved by that soapbox. There ain't nobody going to get saved. Because of that soapbox. He's a jealous God, y'all. But showing loving kindness, verse 6, but showing loving kindness to thousands, to those who love me and keep my commandments, you shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. For the Lord will not leave him unpunished who takes his name in vain. The other one, if I were to, if I were to take out an ad... You want, to see, you want to see me get in a lot of trouble? Take out an ad in one of those papers we talk about, about the importance of Sunday. But you know what? Now ball games don't come on Sunday because I was at the ball game late Saturday. Oh, what are you talking about? You're meddling. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. I'll give a three-hour game. I'll drive or fly and spend who knows what to get to the game, but I can't come back Sunday. And I got practice on Sunday, and I got family coming in on Sunday, and I've got this on Sunday, and I've got just name it. Anybody got a pen or an eraser? Well, that, I mean, what if I rip it out? It ain't going to go out. It ain't going to go away. It's still there. This is his word. Remember, they, they, they destroyed the first copy and God gave them another one. He meant for it. And trust in the Lord and do good. Take your Facebook feed, yours alone, 
yours alone, if you've got Facebook, and some of you that are super holy, you say, well, I ain't got no Facebook, I ain't into all that. You got something. Take your Facebook and scroll back for the last 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 years. On your Facebook alone. They'll know us by our fruit. They'll see some cool VBS pictures. They'll, they'll see. I mean, think about it. Just, just do good. Delight in the Lord and do good. Just do what He wants you to do. Just do that. I said something Sunday. Had several people. That was harsh. I stood right there on this, and I'll do it again. They, some of y'all, ain't no more listening to me than nothing in the world. They, some of you, Jesus Christ, could come stand right here and slap you across the face, and you wouldn't no more change what you're doing than anything in the world. Is that mean enough? Some of you ain't going to listen. Some of you ain't going to change. Some of you are just going to do what you want to do because, doggone it, that's what you are and you expect God to just come and bless the fire out of you. And many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, didn't we look spiritual? Yeah, you look spiritual, but you may be lost. To a Wednesday night crowd, man, you really are mean. No, he's a jealous God, y'all. He's a jealous God. He will not share his glory with another. He will not share his honor with another. He will not share with another. Remember the Sabbath day, keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord your God. In it you shall not do any work, you and your son and your daughter, your male and your female servant or your cattle and your sojourner who stays with you. For in the sixth day the Lord made the heavens and the earth and the seas and all that is in them and rested on the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. Honor your father and your mother. That your days may be prolonged in the land which the Lord your God gives them. Do not murder, do not commit adultery, do not steal, do not bear false witness against your neighbor. You shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife or his male servant, or his female servant, or his ox, or his donkey, or anything that belongs to your neighbor. They're not yours. You say, preacher, that's Old Testament. Well, I'm glad you thought that. Turn over to Matthew. Look at Matthew. Look at what Jesus says. It's not even a sticky, but y'all just look like you need it. I love you. I'm a mean preacher. I'm a, I'm a mean preacher because I want the absolute best out of you. And some of you are lazy as all get out. You are. Some of you are lazy Christians. Some of you are lazy. You give God how much? You give God that much. And my thing is, you know what? I Just give God a little more. Give him a little more. Give him a little more. Give him a little more. Just give him what is rightfully his. And you know, don't be mad at me. Just the spokesperson I don't know how that lands in your lap I don't know how you hear that 
Listen, if you hear that, I've had people look at me, and I've had, I've had women get fighting mad at me because they, you can't call me lazy. I'm like, you're lazy. Oh, I tick them off. You get mad at me, don't get mad at me. Walk in a manner worthy of the Lord. Lay your head down at night, having done everything to please Him in all aspects of who you are. If you can do that, then praise God. I'm, I'm, I'm not your enemy. I'm just sitting here trying to get there myself. I'm trying to walk in obedience. Remember who's got the mouth problem? Remember who's loud? Who's got the anger issue? Who's just a loud mouth? That's me. So i got enough to work on. I'm still working on that too. Among a lot of other things. But Matthew, I love y'all. I love y'all. I do. There's not a one of you in this room that doesn't want the absolute best out of your kids that does not want the absolute best out of your grandkids. But when you see your kids or your grandkids not putting forth their best, how does it make you feel? You're like, you just want to pinch a little plug out of them. I wanted to pinch a plug out of a lot of folks sitting in pews. I can't do that, though. God has to. God has to. I can't change people. God has to. You know you. But here's the deal. We look at the Old Testament and we say, that's Old Testament. You know what? It's better to listen to the Old Testament than have to deal with Jesus. Matthew, beginning Matthew chapter 5. Matthew chapter 5. No, look at chapter 6. Start at verse 1. Beware of practicing your righteousness before men to be, to be noticed by them. <laughs> Are you kidding me? What is Facebook? Hey, I went to the bathroom. I'm amazing. And you get 67 likes. And then you walk in. And what do you do? You check it, check it every time. Say, how many likes? Oh, she didn't like it. Uh-uh. No, she didn't. She didn't even like my post. She didn't share my post. I did something good today. See me roar. See me be spiritual. I'm telling you, church, we're missing. We're losing blessings. We're losing blessings. Look at what it says. Beware of practicing your righteousness before men to be noticed by them. Otherwise, you have no reward with your Father who is in heaven. I did not say that. Jesus did. If we're not careful, everything we do we tell everybody we know so that we get that almighty pat on the back, attaboy, like, thumbs up, love, heart, emoji, whatever, all that stuff. I don't even understand it all. And those of you that ain't on social media just have a way of telling them that. So when you give to the poor, do not sound a trumpet. Before you, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, so that they may be honored by men. Truly, I say to you, they have their reward in full. The only Bible reading done by many in today's church world is what they see. They wake up and see a cool Instagram thing and they forward it. That's Bible study. That's how I'm a Christian. I'm a super spiritual person. But when you give to the poor, do not let your left hand know what your right hand's doing. 
so that your giving will be seen in secret and your Father who sees what is done in secret, He'll reward you. Trust in the Lord and do good. Delight yourself in the Lord and He'll give you the desires of your heart. Commit your ways to the Lord. Church in 2021, and I know this is falling on some... This, this, this is irrelevant in 2021. Because here I am running out of time and how in the world do I, I connect committing and delighting in the Lord and committing your ways to the Lord? How do, I, how do I make that application to this room? How do we go out there and apply delighting ourselves in the Lord, having pleasure in God, only being satisfied and completed by Him and Him only when there's all these senses and sensations and, and, and things out there that are just touching us in so many ways and giving us that little extra oomph that we as our fallenness needs. We don't need anything this world has to offer. Paul says, I count it all as loss. I count it all as garbage compared to the surpassing knowledge of knowing Him and being known by Him. When you pray, not to be like the hypocrites. I mean, look, you know the Sermon on the Mount. It goes on and on. He talks about divorce. He talks about praying. He talks about fasting. He talks about anxiety. He talks about all this stuff. Keep it simple. Trust in the Lord and do good. Trust in the Lord and do good. Live in a bubble. Live in His bubble. Live surrounded by Him. Live in His presence. Yes, then I've heard that you can't be so heavenly minded that you're no earthly good. And that is craziness. Because if you're that heavenly minded, you are going to be on fire earthly good. I can't tell you the number of people that say, Oh, be so heavenly minded that you're not any good down here on this earth. Well, what are you talking about? Listen, if you're where you're supposed to be with the Lord, I guarantee you, you're going to be showing out for Him down here. And the, the world may hate you, and the world will crucify you, and the world will mess you up, but hey, they killed Jesus. What in the world are we expecting? A, a, a red carpet? The devil rolling red carpet out and saying, Here, welcome to a brand new day. Go live for the Lord. That ain't going to happen. There's going to be no red carpet rolled out by the enemy. That's why there's so many of us when we get serious with our walk and we get serious with our commitment to the Lord, it's like, it's like things get rough, sicknesses and, 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 and things start happening and people start getting sick and those around us start dying and, and life just starts and you're like, wait a second. This book says, delight yourself in the Lord and He'll give you the desires of your heart. I'm sitting here and I'm doing it. It's like the more I try to walk in obedience and the more I shun evil and run after good, it's like people reject me and the world rejects me and the, the, everything around me. Don't you know the world system is that way? It's not going to accept you. You're not of this world. You're passing through this world. Is it in home? We long for home. Till then, though, trust in the Lord and just do good.
Trust in the Lord and just do good. The world won't understand it. The world don't have to see it, but God sees it. The world doesn't have to give you a thumbs up and add a boy a heart or laughy laughy or whatever it is. God sees you. God hears you in the middle of the night. He sees your tears. He sees your brokenness. He sees you. He loves you. Oh, how he loves me. He loves you. You don't have to do anything to add to that love. You don't, you don't have to work any harder to get loved anymore. There is absolutely nothing you and I can do, period, to make Him love us anymore. He's infinite God. We can't have more church attendance to get more love. We can't give more and give more love. We can't show up and we can't blanket the whole county and state with, hey, we... You're not going to make Him love you anymore. He loves you with an infinite, unimaginable love already. Rest in that. Delight in that. Be fulfilled and completed and whole in that. That's keeping it simple. We don't have to add to Him. We don't have to add. We don't have to do anything. We just just delight in Him. Father God, and all that back and forth, Holy Spirit of God, let Your grace and Your favor and Your mercy be the center of of our affection, of our passion, of our focus, of our energy. God, there's so many things buying for our energies, efforts, times. When, Lord, you are all satisfying. You are all we need. And when you are all we need, and when you are all that we have, then, Lord, we have surrendered ourselves and then we become, there's a level of sensitivity there, there's a sensitive in our spirit to where we're just going and being and doing. Lord, we are just numb to whatever there is, whatever the the enemy says, Holy Spirit of God. Lord, you handle the flanks, Lord. You handle the lefts and the rights, what's behind us. You handle all the traps. You handle all the the booby traps, the snares. You, you, Lord, handle all the fiery darts and all all that the evil one has to trip us up. You go ahead before us and move it all out of the way, Lord, so that we can simply delight ourselves in you. do good for your glory and for your great name's sake only in the name of Jesus Christ your Lord your son and our savior amen not not John